Hi, this is Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urquhart, the podcast where I discuss all things that have led me to who I am as a woman to date. With a background in fitness and holistic well-being, I explore how life situations have shaped me along the way. Join me each and every week when I discuss topics and issues that I and other women have encountered along the journey. Each week, we'll be discussing topics that have had an impact in the lives of women and how it has helped shape their feminine identity. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week with me, your host, Mel Erker, on Leading With Your Feminine Self. I want to thank you for joining me for another fantastic episode. Let me use this segment to now ask each and every woman that's listening to make sure that you subscribe, share, and like, as well as do a review on this podcast. Feel free to let all your friends and family know that this is an amazing podcast and you think they would enjoy it. I want to say that because it's important that we are able to share these conversations with other women and build our community in 2024. I really think we've got a great thing here. With that all out of the way, let's talk about this week's episode. For me, emotional intelligence is something that comes with time because we have to understand who we are, understand our own feelings in order to be around and benefit and learn from others. This week, I want to look at what does emotional intelligence look like? How do we find it? What's the best way it can benefit our circle of influence? As always, let's start from the beginning. Emotional intelligence is to be able to understand, use and manage your own emotions as well as to understand and respond to others. Now, for some people, this comes very easily and natural. On the journey of life, however, this goes through seasons and waves. Life teaches us very different things and our own personal experience of self has another contribution to add to it as well. In my experience, I found that emotional intelligence has come to me through stillness, through looking at what I've been going through at the time and how have I learnt. Let me give you an example. As women, we are so powerful in our emotional state. We give to the world through our love and our care, our understanding, our empathy, our nurturing. We are the cup that giveth. With that emotional insight and intelligence that we have, we have a responsibility to use it wisely because it impacts everything around us, all the environments that we're in and all the people that come in contact with us and experience us, we have to use it wisely. I say that now and where I stand in my journey, I have not always understood that, known how to use it and understood what it means to have that about myself. I found that with women, it's a given that we know how to do things, we know how to care, we know how to love, we know how to nurture, we know how to understand. No, we don't. Not at all. We are having to learn who we are first. That's why self before others has to be the way it works. Because if we don't know what we're doing for ourselves, we can't give it to other people. It's not to just care for ourselves in a selfish way. It's to understand what love even looks like. What does loving myself even look like? How can I then give that to others? We've had grandmothers who've had some of the best love in the world because they know what we need by looking at us, by seeing us from across the room and saying, come here, baby, what's wrong? We've had it from our teachers. We've had it from some colleagues. We've had it from mentors. There are different people in our lives that have just known how to love. That is intelligent. That is smart. That's insightful. That's instinctive. How do we cultivate that? Our journey, our experience. With our own self, do we learn first how we then interact with others? There's a responsibility and there's a self-ownership that comes with it too. To say that you've made a mistake or to say that that wasn't the best thing to do at any given time, it's not easy. It can be really prideful to say, even to your, just yourself, why did you do that? That wasn't right. But with wisdom comes power. 
and not power in the arrogance of, oh, look at me, look what I have. Power in an assurity about who you are, how you're showing up in this world. Let me give you an example. I was at work and I had a colleague come to me. She was really distraught. She was so unhappy about things that were happening. She felt overlooked. She felt underappreciated. She felt devalued. She wasn't getting the recognition that she deserved and she was not having it. And let me tell you, she had a lot to say. Now, I didn't have to listen. It wasn't anything to do with me. However, I understood that she needed an opportunity to express her emotions. After a period of time, she calmed down. I said, okay, how do you feel now? It's like, I'm still not happy. I'm really not happy about what's happened. And I feel that this should be looked into and that should be looked into. I said, perfectly valid. You have the right to have your concerns looked into. I would suggest you just take a minute to write down all the things that you are concerned about and take it to your manager. Not because you don't have the right to feel emotional, but let's be factual first. Let's lead with that and then we can look at it and then maybe that will help you not feel so upset about what's happening she appreciated the conversation she then was able to relax a bit more took some time away came back was really grateful that I listened to her gave the opportunity to express herself and she then was able to present her concerns to the manager that she had an issue with and it's turned out much better for her I didn't have to react that way however I was aware of the importance of being smart enough to understand and respond to her emotions and in turn I supported and helped her to do the same thing now who's to say that could have just been that one situation and she may have gone right back to maybe not being as mindful about her emotions or the situations that caused discomfort However, she was given an example of how to use her intelligence instead of being emotionally driven to use it and take control of a situation. And that's what I believe intelligent is about. Knowing how to negate through a situation so your emotions don't take the better of you and make a situation or a scenario worse for individuals involved. Now, how do we find it? As I've said before, it's not an easy thing to find. Life lives at times. We have to look at what it means to take care of our emotions and not let it dictate how our life is. To sit, to assess, and then make another move. Let me give you another example. I was adamant about getting my hair done a particular day. And I said to babe, I need to have my appointment on this day. I've booked it. Okay, you might have to sort around work a little bit. The boys might have to do this a little bit, but I really want my hair done this day. He then said, it's gonna be a bit difficult. I'm working. You're gonna be far away. We're not gonna be able to get hold of you if we need to, and I'm not gonna be around. So could you just do it another day? I said, pardon what? Can I do what? No, I want what I want. I want my appointment now, please. Don't deny me what I want. I've worked hard enough. I deserve that opportunity for me. Self-care, me, I want me. That was my stance. Now, I wasn't prepared to look at it on the grand scheme. I wasn't prepared to take a minute and see, okay, then you want what you want. However, the impact of everybody else around you for that on this particular day, it wasn't as if I needed it. I just wanted it. I wasn't prepared to look at things bigger than myself and use my intelligence to understand what he was saying, which in essence made sense. My ego, on the other hand, didn't like that. But I had to sit still with myself, understand why I was feeling that way and make a different choice. My hair wasn't going to fall out if I didn't go that particular day there were other appointments that I could make which would make my experience more calm I wouldn't have to worry about things at home I wouldn't have to stress about other concerns I could just enjoy me the way I believe that I deserve which I did I just had to get out my own way and be smart obviously it worked out fine I needed to see the benefits of thinking about the scenario as a whole as opposed to me as an individual if I just did things because of how I felt all the time that's not a very smart move and leading by example is to assess and be truthful and transparent about what doesn't serve outside of our feelings the way I use my emotions now 
my goodness, is so different to before. Because they used to consume me. And don't get me wrong, of course they still flare up. Our pride and our ego and emotions, they're all high and they can really dominate when they're strong enough, when we feel justified for them to be at the front. The wisdom that comes with understanding self and control of self is next level. I hear myself say more now, the old Mel, she would have done things very differently. There wouldn't have been this tolerance, there would not have been this understanding because... If it was wrong, it was wrong. If it was right, it was right. That was it. There was less of a compromise. There was less of an understanding. We learn to take things less personal. It's more projection of others onto us than about us as the individual. We can calm down. We have to relax and realise it's not about us. We're actually not as important as we think we are. When people react to us or respond to us, it's generally about how they feel about themselves. And sometimes we can trigger people just by being who we're meant to be. And if we let people's response to us deplete us or dictate to us how we should show up, we'll never be the best version of ourselves. For example, you know you've had that person that's always got something to say about you. So what are you doing that for? Is that going to make a difference? I don't think it is. So what are you wasting your time for? There's always got something to say, to niggle at you, to maybe put down your dream a little bit or your aspirations would you want to go and live there for what's wrong with living down here or you changing your dress sense you think that's going to make you be any different whatever the change may be for you it's impacting on them where before i would think what do you mean taking it personal it's not about me once we learn to realize a lot of the emotions that's deflected onto us is really about the individuals that we're interacting with so with us standing in our truth about who we are regardless of the backlash or the opinions of others it gives us better clarity and better peace of who we're choosing to be at any given time once you lose peace of yourself because of the reaction of somebody else to you you're a puppet you're a puppet self-control understanding who you are having the boundaries enough and the restraint enough to control how you move and stop being reactive Ooh, that's mastery on another level mastery now i sit here not in my mastery hat i tell you this it's just a discussion but i want you to look at that for yourself what's your emotional intelligence like how clued up have you about your understanding of your emotions do you know what your triggers are who triggers you what's your ability to understand and respond to people are you reactive are you snapping back are you intentionally deciding on how you're going to respond so it keeps you in your true essence and form but also it puts boundaries and restraint on other people's ability to dictate who you are now come on we've all got somebody maybe a work colleague maybe someone at the gym maybe a neighbor could be anybody that person's got something to say they have an influence over you that's impacting how you show up what could you do differently to limit that how could you take that power back so they can't get to you like they used to we're in 2024 We've got to have mastery of our emotions. We've got to take stock of how we are being manipulated so we be less to ourselves. Who's with me? (laughs) As always, I want to thank you for joining me. That's just my thoughts about this week's topic. I'd love to hear your comments. Please feel free to leave them. I love hearing back from you guys. It means so much to me. If you'd like to have a conversation discussing any of these topics that I've discussed, feel free to reach out to me at all socials under Garden of Self. You can also look at our products on www.gardenofself.co.uk and see how they can be incorporated into your self-care regime. And as always, let me take the opportunity to thank you. Take care of yourself and I'll speak to you next week. Bye bye for now. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Leading With Your Feminine Self. I've been your host, Mel Urquhart. Please stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook, all under Gardener Self. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments and I'll look to add them into future episodes. Be sure to follow and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. This podcast was a production of Garden of Self and was produced by The Podcast Boutique.